the, you know, the wisdom that speaks to you in the shower, right? We all have acts like that's where the best business ideas come from, that kind of quieter place. And what you'll get is perfect insights for your business with the direction that you're focused in. Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the number one coach biz podcast where it is all about how you can make your coaching business number one in your niche, how you can stand out online and become visible for the people that need your help. Something personal. In my teenage years, I had a pen pal in Australia. I dreamed about moving to Australia then. Visiting Australia is still on my bucket list. Maybe next year. Hi, my name is Erno Hanning. And I'm a mentor for life and business coaches that want to become number one in the niche. This is the second and last part of the great conversation with Nicola Bird. There was so much information that she shared, I had to create two episodes of the conversation. You can find part one at numberonecoachbiz.com slash episode 39. Nicola is a successful online entrepreneur, international coach and founder of Jigsaw Box. With a Master of Science in Occupational Psychology and a diverse range of business experience, mother of three, Nicola went from earning zero to one million in four years online by mastering technology to transform her coaching business. She created Jigsaw Box as a way for her clients to access her expertise online in a flexible and affordable way, whilst leaving her free to concentrate on growing her business, traveling, and spending time with her young children. Through Jigsaw Box, Nicola helps coaches, consultants, and trainers to package up their expertise and deliver it online so they can create more time, money, and freedom to do the stuff they love. Nicola is also the creator of Simplicity Project where she blogs about her journey to take 90% of her to-do list. And today, she also writes a lot on her blog, All About Love. Please enjoy the tips and ideas that Nicola shares in this part of the interview. Let's get the show rolling. Welcome to the number one Coach Biz Podcast where you will learn how to make your coaching business number one in your niche. Practical tips that you can use to improve your business today. And now, your host, Erno Hanning. Now, I know people will say to me, it's all very well for you because you've got revenue coming in other ways. I was just thinking that, yes. <laughs> I know, people throw that at me all the time. And the thing is, like if I if I was in if I was in need of creating if I was in need of creating money to pay my bills right now, like I know that the more settled down I am, the more open I am to opportunity, the kind of ideas that will be coming to me right now would be ones about really really easy ways to make money. There'd be really easy ways about how to create products and programs, or how to get my next client, or which networking event to go to, or which webinar, or which podcast to say yes to, right? It, there would be ways of, like those are the kind of ideas that would be coming to me right now as I'm settled down and I've got the pressure off. Like we always kind of think coaches, I see so many coaches who think that 
if they don't worry about the money and they don't stress about it and they don't try and come up with a plan and they don't try and force it, it's not going to happen for them. When actually the absolute reverse is true, like the more calmed down you are, the more settled you are, the more... And the evidence of this is like, you know when you get your best business ideas and then never when you're sitting at your desk like trying to learn about Facebook ads. They're when you're having a walk or when you're having a shower or when you're all that brilliant wisdom that's there when I stop thinking about it so hard. Now for me it's showing up in ideas of fun things to do with my life and it's showing up in terms of you know fun blog posts and crazy stuff and getting into food and health and ideas that are drawing me down that route because that's obviously what's in store for me right now. But for other people you know, when I was working on the Simplicity Project more, there was, you know, I'd get ideas about products and programs and ways to engage clients because that was a business where I wanted to create a revenue from. And so those were the kind of ideas that were coming through to me then. So, so what I see is there's, that we all have access to this, you know, the wisdom that speaks to you in the shower, right? We all have access, like that's where the best business ideas come from that kind of quieter place. And what you'll get is perfect insights for your business with the direction that you're focused in, with, with, with your bills in mind. Right? So for another person, like I, I'm not going to get insights about how to run a, a, a parenting coaching business and how to create seven figures right now because I'm, I'm so not interested in that. But what I will get is insights about how to, how to engage my kids more when they're always on their phones, about how to train my dog, how to write on my blog post and things about my health because that's perfect for me right now. And so for another person who's building, say, a life coaching business, they'll get insights about networking events or programs they could offer or clients they could reach out to. That's what I love about the, the wisdom that comes in the shower for want of a better expression is it's always perfectly geared to you and your situation. I don't know, like I, I let that be my guide more in terms of how I spend my time and, and what I what I do these days. Hmm. I love it because I think um, the, the rest, the Peace of mind you need to do this um, should be so natural to many coaches, um, you know, because that's that's often a phase they have been through, and you know they find happiness through coaching, and now they're using the same method with other people to help them. Yeah, I think, I think to be honest, though, Anna, I think there's such a fundamental mis fundamental misunderstanding in the way that we that we operate in our lives because we think that. Um, our happiness comes from, or any of our feelings come from the world outside of us. Hmm. We think that, um, you know, losing weight makes us happy. We think that making money makes us happy. We think that having um, your partner behave in a certain way makes us happy. Having our children behave in a certain way, our business looking a certain way makes us happy. And 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 me too for you know 42 years of my life or 41 years of my life until I started seeing the stuff that I saw over at. Simplicity Project, where I saw that there is nothing we need to do to be happy, that this, that this wisdom, this inbuilt 
well-being, the thing that we're all searching for by trying to get the coaching client, make the money, lose the weight, have our husband behave a certain way, like all that thing that we're seeking through our external circumstances, is already we already have it. We're sitting in the middle of it. It's just we take ourselves away from it through our thinking. And our thinking creates the experience of the world we have, and you know, our thinking creates our experience of the world around us. It's not, it's not that your coaching business looking the way that it does is making you unhappy. It's your thinking about your coaching practice looking the way that it does that makes you unhappy. It's not, it's not the ten clients in your diary that makes you jubilant. It's your thinking about ten clients in your diary that makes you happy, and. And but for our thinking, we're always sitting in the middle of peace of mind, contentment, well-being, and there's nothing we need to do to go get that in the world outside of us because we're already we already we already have it, and that's just a, a fundamental misunderstanding about how most people think the world works, like how we create our experience. We think it's outside in, when in fact. It's inside out. Our whole experience of the world just comes from our thinking inside of us, and that—that's the thing that's changed, transformed my life. That understanding is what's transformed my life and how I show up in my business um, over the last two years. It's been huge for me. I, I think that I—I um, I couldn't agree more. Let's put that. Let's say that first. And at the same time, I—I. I also um, see in my own house, in my own experiences, how things go. You, mm. um, you know, I'm I'm happy with what I'm doing, um, but I'm mm. I'm in discussions with my wife when when um, the money is sometimes tight, mm. because um, outside, you know, um, the world things uh, in some way we need to live. We need to have so many vacations. We have to have so many cars. We need to have. Um, this mm -hmm. kind of clothes we have this stuff um, so so a lot of a lot of images of how we oh. when we are happy is coming us to us from from all these other people and all these other uh, media and mm. and and like you said in the end when you are there you go like well is this is this it is this what really should have made me happy that's yeah, I, I mean, I do. We, I mean, we're constantly, we're constantly surrounded by a world that thinks it works outside in, and sometimes it is really blatant. So you'll see it on adverts, like buy this shampoo and then you'll be happy, and yeah. buy have this car and then you'll be happy. But but sometimes it's a lot, it's a lot more subtle than that. It's it's just the way that we we're born into a world that thinks outside in. So so you know, as soon as we're as soon as we're born, that's reinforced from our parents, it's reinforced from our friends, it's reinforced from every person around us pretty much, that if you choose the right career, you'll be happy. If you, if you, if you could just create the right vision and work towards that when you achieve your vision, or even working towards your vision makes you happy. That, um, that yeah, if, you're, if, you're, if your kids are happy, then you can be happy. Hmm. You know, we all have our own versions of it, right? Me too. Where it's just like, oh, as long as my kids are all right, I'll be happy. Or as long as I'm, as long as I'm coaching, then I'll be happy. As long as I'm, get to travel with my work. As long as I have a passive income stream, then all those things make me happy. And 
I don't know. Luckily for me, I suppose I, I I was in a position in my life where where I had everything. Like I have, you know, my dream house, my dream car, my dream income, my dream, you know, three healthy kids, a wonderful husband, a lovely marriage, all that stuff on paper. And that was the moment when I said to you, it was like, oh, this doesn't make me happy. And why is that? Hmm. And what and what I've learned is that it's because that's not where happiness comes from doesn't come from the outside it's 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 an experience that's it's always there for all of us in any moment but for our thinking don't you feel like um calling in a desert like you know you're shouting and there's only a few people that want to hear you with simplicity project yeah yeah i mean there's a growing number of people who, who've started to understand the three principles, which is what the coaching that I do is based on. And there's a growing, like an ever more quickly growing community of people who, who understand and get and see it. But I think the people who come over there and listen and resonate with what I'm talking about, I mean, there's, it's not so quiet because I do get hundreds of shares of my of some of my blog posts and videos. So hmm. there is an interest in what I'm talking about there. And I think the interest stems from this is the way that we're doing isn't working. Why? Like, like I keep I keep either I'm struggling to get more clients. I'm not getting more clients. Everyone around me seems to be getting clients. There's all these gurus teaching me their formulas for how to get clients. And I'm following their formulas and I'm not getting the results. And why is that? Or there's people who are like, I'm getting the results, I'm getting the clients, I'm getting more money, but what do I do now? Like set the next financial goal, set the next um, number of clients I'm going to help? Like, like what's the point? Like what's it all for? Or it's people who are really busy, really driven, really striving, working really hard in their businesses, and they're like, there's got to be a simpler way to, to do this. And, and they're the people that can hear what it is that I'm talking about. And, my, and a lot of people can't, and that's fine. Um, that's fine, because the people who can hear, or what, when I first stumbled across this understanding, or the only experience I had, because before I came across this, I was such a pragmatic how-to if it's going to be, it's up to me, just get out there, get off your ass and do it kind of girl. Hmm. And when I first came across somebody speaking about this, I, my experience was, I have no idea what you're talking about, but there's something in this. That's all I had. And from there, that interest was enough to draw me to find out more and to find out more and to find out more. And... Still, I have days when I sit in front of teachers and, and they're talking and I think, I have no idea what you're talking about, but there's something in this. There's, 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 a, there's a groundedness, there's a certainty with which my teacher is talking that I'm like, I don't know what it is, but I want some of whatever you're having. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> it's really like that. It's like, I have no idea what you're saying, but whatever it is that you're seeing, I want to see that because that looks cool. Hmm. And that points me in this direction, um, and it's and it, it it prompts me to learn more and to see more and more and more every day yeah. about the inside out nature of life and and to to know where those brilliant business ideas come from. 
those wisdom in the shower moments. Yeah. How accessible those really are when you know where they come from. You know, I, I think I will just skip the um, seven-figure part, overworked and um, I'm not sure when I'm happy part, and just go right away for the inside out. How do you like that? <laughs> You'd say that, but there are so many people who are like, yeah, yeah, give me the seven figures first, then I'll decide. Right? I know, I know, I know. And, uh, and, and, and that's the right, because sometimes but there's, there's an intelligence behind the design, right? And sometimes that's what you need to do in order to see it. And, and sometimes it isn't what you need to do in order to be able to, to get a wake-up call and see that there's something different going on here. Hmm. You know, like some, some people will truly see what you just said and go, hang on a minute. Like, there's, there's a way to, 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 to live in joy and happiness and in a, in, in, in a feeling of success without having to get the seven figures and the, or the six-figure coaching business. And, oh, like I, I'm up for the shortcut, right? There's some people that will see that. Yeah. And there's, and there's some people like me who will go, yeah, 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 enough of all that spiritual stuff. Like I'm going after the money, and and they'll and they'll drive and they'll strive and they'll work really hard and they'll go for it and go for it and go for it until they get the things they thought they wanted and then they'll realise that wasn't it. And there's an intelligence behind the design, and, and some people will do it different ways. You know, my path was to go create the revenues and create the external circumstances that I thought I needed to be happy and then realize it wasn't it. That was my way. But there's an intelligence behind that. You know, that's what it took for me to see it. Yeah. Some people I hope will catch on, catch on before they make themselves sick. Yeah. So hard, no, I know? agree. I agree. I think that is, that's an important part. If, 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 if in some way you could prevent that, you would just um, be overworked, um, stressed out, uh, become sick or whatever. Physically or mentally. Yeah, and I mean, it, and don't get me wrong. I, you know, that was two months of the whole time I was building my business. The rest of the time, I loved it. Yeah. Like I was, I was buzzing. I was full of energy. I was doing everything really fast. I was, I was surging ahead. But what I didn't see is my whole business was based on. At that time, I was running off adrenaline the whole time. Hmm. Like I was working really hard, and my brain was always engaged, and it never switched off, and I never had a a weekend when I wasn't constantly living in my business in my head, um, you know, I wasn't present with my children. I was, I wasn't a very pleasant person to be around because it was all about the action and it was all about getting there as fast as I could and it was, it was, you know, doing what it takes to achieve the goal I want and, you know, it was, I just, my quality of life wasn't very good, and I think that's what's really shifted as well for me as I've. As I've slowed down, as I've settled down, as I've seen more into how human beings create their experience, and that's all it that's the only thing there is to do as far as I can see is to understand that more. And the byproduct of understanding that is this settling down, it's this greater access to wisdom, it's this feeling of contentment, it's 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 you know, one of the questions you sent me that you thought you were gonna ask was like, you know, what's the moment that you felt the most successful so far, and I would say it, it wasn't when I hit the seven figures. Hmm. It, it's definitely like now where my life feels so full and rich, and and regardless of what's going on in my in my bank account, you know, the more the more I see, the more and it's not even successful. Isn't even a word that really comes into my mind now. It's like I'm I'm not after success. Like I'm I'm curious about peace of mind and contentment. Hmm. Um, 
And so that that's kind of my definition of success now is like how settled down am I? How in touch am I with that well-being that's 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 so available to me, even though most of the time I can't see it because I'm so busy up in my thinking. It's like how how much how much of my time do I spend living in that deeper place with a connection to something that's that's bigger than all of this that that as a byproduct just happens to give me flipping brilliant business ideas whenever I need them. <laughs> it's like it's really practical as well. You feel great. And you get better business ideas, and you get less stressed, and you're more productive by doing half the stuff. It's like it's a no-brainer as far as I'm concerned to look in that direction. So, so let's let's see. Um, to get into this productive thing um, with half the work. Uh, I, I saw that you um, had um, the um, um, one of the webinars you did, one of the last webinars you did on the Simplicity Project. You had like 500 registrations. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Um, do you know how I did it for that webinar? And this is really honest. How I did it for that webinar is I created a webinar called The Secrets of a Seven-Figure Business Owner mm -hmm. because I know that most people are outside in and that's what they want to know. How, how, how do I get to seven figures? How did she do it? And, and so the reason I had 500 registrations on that was because I have a, a big mailing list of coaches over at Jigsaw Box. And quite a few of them want to know about how to create more money because they think that's the thing that's going to make them happy. So that's why we had so many registrants for that webinar is because most people are outside in and they think that creating seven figures is going to make them happy. So they want to be on that webinar to find out how I did it. Yeah. Um, and then what I taught them is exactly what I'm sharing with you now. Mm -hmm. So you, that, you gave them the other way around. So so I I I talk to them. You know I I'll talk to people about how this understanding will help them get better business results, how to be more productive, how to create seven figures if that's what you want to create. Right? There's nothing saying you can't go create seven figures. Hmm. Right? That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not saying oh you know drop out, have no money, um, live in a tiny house, and who cares what your kids are up to? Yeah, no, right? no, no. yeah. Happy. It's it's not about that. It's like when you get in touch with that that greater intelligence, when you start to tap into your own wisdom, like life will unfold for you in whatever way life is gonna unfold for you, and however it unfolds will be great. But chances are, you know, you're gonna get great ideas about things to go create in the world. You know, that's that's the way it seems to show up for me anyway. I'm going to get ideas about, you know, things to do with my kids, things to do with my finances, things to do with my relationships, things to do with my team. And and out of that, good tends to come in whatever way, shape or form. And, and if you're creating value and you're building relationships and you're coming up with innovative business ideas and you're being able to implement them in such a no-brainer, easy way, it's like you almost can't help but make money. But that's not why you're doing it. You're just doing it because you're drawn to, like, I'm drawn to create this all about love blog. I don't know why. I don't. I haven't got a plan to monetize it. I don't have a plan to increase readership. I don't have a marketing plan. I don't have a sales plan. I feel drawn to create that blog at the moment. And my guess is at some point, if that's what I continue to be drawn to do, and if I 
you know, I may get ideas about how to 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 create money with it if that's what I want to do. But but you know, if I create something from that place that that creates great value for people, or I'm teaching over at the Simplicity Project with stuff that just occurs to me would be really helpful for other people to know. Like as a byproduct, you know, opportunities come to me, money comes to me, clients come to me because I'm doing good work. Do you see what I mean? It's a different from having the finances as the end game. Yeah. It's like if you show up in life and do what brings you joy and go in the direction you're drawn, you will have a moment-to-moment -moment experience of like fun, simplicity, ease, productivity in your life where it just doesn't feel like work. Like it doesn't feel like work in the way that people talk about work, right? And and when you do that, it you know it tends to be that other people are attracted to that. And then when they show up, bill them, you know, as one of my mentors says, right? People people are like, I want to I want to live my life how you're living your life. I, I want I want some of that. I want to have some of whatever she's having. And they show up and they're like, how do you do that? How do you just show up in life and do what occurs to you? And 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 you teach and share with people what you know because it's incredibly attractive. And then people want to pay money to learn that from you. It's 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 just so simple and just so easy. Oh, very like, different I, way I, that I used to operate in my life if, if we'd done this podcast a couple of years ago. I like that last part. Um, I, I want to just get back a little bit because you said, yeah. okay, I, I milked my big list to get these 500 people. And mm. how big is your list if you want to share this? Yeah, so at Jigsaw Box, we're oh, about 20,000 on that list, wow. um, which we've built up over the last five years. And I've done that primarily through joint venture partnerships, actually. So um, through working with some of the leaders in the coaching industry, um, where we um, I find topics and areas that are of interest to to coaches who want to grow their businesses and I, I'll promote that partner's products to my list so I'll let them know about you know Bill Barron's um, coaching program to enroll clients or I'll let them know about Milana Lashinsky's joint venture circle or you know I find things that are really appealing to my audience and I let them know about them and then in return those partners will promote Jigsaw Box to their lists. So um, so I've built up a series of relationships with, with leaders in our industry, which means that we cross-promote each other. Now, it took me a while to get to that stage because um, there was kind of like an inner circle of, you know, you had to have 10,000 people on your list before you could even get into the gang kind yeah. of thing. And I, and I built up that first 10,000 by, um, gosh, when I first started out, building my list I did it by interviewing people I did what you're doing right now and I would interview people that I found interesting and then I would share them with the the handful of people I had on my list and those people would end up sharing it with their audience and and it slowly grew and I and I and I asked you know who's the next person I should interview and I went and interviewed the next person and I did actually the first year I did that I think I did something like 52 webinars in the first year so I did um, I did, I did a lot of webinars in that first year, and then what happened was that I, I slowly, as my list slowly grew, I had more credibility, so I could interview more people, and, and slowly I kind of, over time, worked my way up to bigger and bigger personalities, I suppose, that more and more people wanted to listen to, so I'd promote a webinar, 
people would sign up onto my list to, to be able to hear the webinar of that speaker because they really wanted to hear them. Yeah. And then then I then with that bigger list I could go to the next person and say I now have X number of people on my list. So so can I go to the next person? Now the thing the thing I think is really important to take from that is not the prescription of like, oh that's great, that's how I'm gonna build my list, because that's what she did. It's like, huh, I wonder I wonder what insights I could have about how I should best grow my list. And it may well not look anything like how I did it. I did it in a way that was perfect for me with my tech knowledge, with my interest in interviewing people, with my contacts that I had, with the mailing list I already had. Like I got shower shower downloads <laughs> about how to grow my list. And but the thing is like every single person listening to this has access to that wisdom, to those moments in the shower or wherever it is that it happens for you. And to tell them how to grow their list up to do that and then yeah once you've got a list it becomes far more easier uh, far more easier to um, to generate clients to generate revenues to sell products and programs once you've got a list that's bigger yeah so so the list is core yeah but again I know people with tiny lists who've got amazing businesses so it's yeah, not, yeah no it's not a size yeah, we, we get told when we're growing our businesses as coaches that you know you need a big list, that you need to have an email sequence, that you need to have these opt-in pages, that you need to have this niche, that you need to, you know, there's a lot of you need to do it this way for it, otherwise it's not going to work. And I think there's there are lots of examples of people who don't follow any of those rules and still have amazing businesses. Um, and I think the people who are happiest in the growing of their business are the people who follow their gut. Hmm. And do what's right for them. So, so um, getting to your um, latest adventure, hmm. and, and there's something in your gut to to do this. But what is what is it? What is it? What what is what is what is what do you want to? No, no, I, I can't ask what do you want to accomplish. What is it? <laughs> what is it? Um. I don't know. I feel I feel really drawn in the in the area of health and healthy eating, and I think that's for me personally. I, I like so I don't know why I'm drawn to this. Maybe I'm drawn to this because it's time for me to get really fit and healthy right now. I don't know. There's an intelligence behind the design which I trust in. So I'm drawn to um, to study um, to study a health coaching uh, program that I'm doing at the moment. I've been drawn to cooking over the last year or two. I'm drawn to yoga. I'm drawn to transformative coaching. I'm drawn to all these different areas, and I love writing. And so, and I think life is really funny. Like what the thing that I've learned over the last couple of years is how funny life is. Like how much like more lighthearted I am at life, and. And that resonates with people when I when I write in that style on my blog. So I just I don't know. I'm drawn more in that direction. Like I'm drawn in a direction of personal health and well-being, not well-being because that's I mean you know, I'm still looking in that route. But in terms of physical health, hmm. I'm really interested in finding out more about that and just what I do. What always occurs to me is as I'm learning something new, I like to share about it. I like to blog about it. I love to write. So that's all I know at the moment. And Next week I might be drawn in a different direction, but at the moment that's that's kind of the direction that I'm that I'm heading in. That that and 
looking back more now towards Jigsaw Box and looking at that business and going, right, given the understanding that I now have over the last couple of years, like what cool stuff could we do at Jigsaw Box? And we've got, you know, we've got a couple of days this week where we're all getting together, the whole team, and and planning out the roadmap for the development for next for over the next 12 months. So there is some, you know, there's some planning there. There's there's a direction we want to head in at Jigsaw Box about making the platform more intuitive, more um, just no brainery like so it's really even simpler to use and how we design the user interface and how we design the actual platform itself so it becomes easier and easier and easier to use so there's there's you know there's there's I've got you know technology business and roadmaps and and you know plans on one side and then I've got this much more free-flowing side on the other um, so I'm back to non-focusing but I'm, but I'm, I'm. I feel like it's. I feel like I'm playing much more than I did before. How big is the team at um, Jigsaw Box? So we have um, we have two assistants over in the states. Actually, they're not coming over. So they work for us over in the states part time. We have um, a one full time person here, Sam, who pretty much runs the business for me. And then we have a development team that we bring on board as and when we need our development done. So it's the develop developers, Sam and I, that are all meeting um, uh, this week. And we're going to have a blast for a couple of days. Yeah. So, yeah, we're a really small team, but but a really close team. So. I got a funny question <clears throat> about um, where you are. You are in the UK. Yeah. Yes. And. Um, what I hear is that you have clients, because you have assistance from the US, you have clients all over the world. Yes, we do, yeah, yeah. Because I was talking to somebody and I was I was going like, okay, so does have, um, uh, does have, does having, oh no, I've, I saw you typing and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of off, but it doesn't matter. Um, I, I have to, where was I going? He's going to say he's here at the door. He's going to ring the bell in less than two minutes. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, um, I have I have a final question. Let's wrap it up. Um, the final question is so. Uh, uh, um, what is what is your one tip to a coach that's listening right now? One actionable tip that they can use. Um. Stop worrying about what everyone else is telling you about how you should run your business and do what feels right to you. In a nutshell. Yeah. And I was saying it was a fun question, but I have one more question, which is, who would you love to hear in this podcast? Um, do you know? I don't know if you've if you've interviewed them, but do you know Linda Schwarmbrook? Yes, I did. I did interview her. You have interviewed her, and have you interviewed Angela? I think her name is Marsh Strict. I have to get you the spelling. She wrote a book called Inside Out Izzy. She's Dutch, um, and she's she and Linda are working together now. But she she has got some great. Um, her book is fantastic. She'd be very inspirational, I think, for your listeners. Okay. And then um, and Michael Neal obviously is someone who's who's definitely inspired me over the last couple of years. If you could get him on a podcast, I think it'd be really valuable for your for your listeners as well. Wow. Cool. Well, I am. Um, I'm. I'm so happy that that we talked about this and yeah. we could give the audience this view. That's this so 
different view from what you hear mostly into in the market right now. Um, yeah. I'm very grateful, Nicola, that you shared this with us. And thank you for being here. And we'll talk to you another day. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. And uh, take care, anyone who's listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This was part two of the interesting conversation with Nicole. You can find the names and links that Nicola mentioned in the post that goes with this episode. Please visit numberonecoachbiz.com slash episode 40 for direct access. If you love this talk, if you love my podcast, please help me to get this more out there. Give a rating or review on iTunes and let me know you do it. You did this. You can reach me at Erno at numberonecoachbiz.com if you have any questions or if you want to let me know something. And remember, you can find part one of this conversation with Nicola at numberonecoachbiz.com slash episode 39. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Number One Coach Biz podcast at numberonecoachbiz.com.